Welcome to the Creatrix Podcast. My name is Katie Williams and I am an intuitive healer and feminine embodiment coach. It is my pleasure to guide women into stepping into their most conscious, unbound, magnetic self. This podcast is designed for you to have a sacred container in which you can begin exploring the divine feminine power that lies within you. I'm so grateful to have you here and let's get started. Hello, my beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Creatress Podcast. I am going to get very passionate in this episode, and you will see why. But first of all, I just want to say I've gotten more into like looking into how feminine energy affects business and experimenting with it in my own life. And I think I used to feel a bit guilty or like I had no boundaries if I just woke up and got right to work. But this week in the mornings, I've just had so much creative flow and so much motivation. And so I've been working on not feeling guilty or feeling like I have weak boundaries if I want to just get right to work. So this podcast episode is being recorded like, I don't know, a half hour after I just woke up, but I have so much creativity and motivation running through me that this is actually the best time to do this. And I'm also like looking out the window and like the sun is coming out and it's just a vibe. So in this episode, I wanted to talk about how or what the Johnny Depp trials are teaching us about how our childhood affects our relationships. So I was never like a huge Johnny Depp fan before the trial. I mean, I liked his movies, but I wasn't like on a, on a fangirl level, if that makes sense. Um, I've definitely had those moments with, like, other actors, like, as a teen or, you know, a preteen where I'd be like, oh my god, but (laughs) these trials have been so interesting to watch and, like, it just pulls you in. There's something magnetizing about it. So, basically, what's going on is Johnny Depp was married to an actress, Amber Heard, from 2015 to 2017 I want to say it might be 2014 to 2016 somewhere in that time frame and basically they got divorced she divorced him and she allegedly wrote an op-ed saying that she's a public figure for domestic abuse and while she didn't mention Johnny Depp's name it it's it's kind of clear because the the time frames just add up that way so Johnny Depp ended up suing her 50 million dollars for defamation of character and she's counter suing him for a hundred million dollars so that's what the trial is centered around it's a defamation trial and uh, there have been so many witnesses both Johnny Depp and Amber Heard have testified so far But what really pulled me in was when Johnny Depp was going into how he was raised and his childhood. 
So basically what I've noticed in the trials is that Amber Heard's team is trying to paint him as, um, you know, like a, like a domestic, violent person. I don't know the right word. I don't know what I'm trying to say right now, but you get what I mean. Like a violent person, someone who abuses their partner, that type of thing. Um, they've gone into like his drug and alcohol use and yes, he is not a saint by any means. And, you know, the public knows that he has struggled with, um, drug abuse and alcohol use and things like that. But to be honest, like since watching the trial, I don't believe that Amber Heard is innocent. But anyway, he was going into how his mother was a very abusive and manipulative manipulative person and that his father was kind and gentle and sweet and that his father ended up leaving when he was 15 years old so that's still like 15 years of him seeing his father being abused by his mother and the way he described it was he would kind of just let her go off and um, talking about his father. And his father would kind of just not do anything. He would just stand there and take it. And then sometimes she would be abusive towards Johnny and towards his siblings. And then his father ended up leaving on a whim when he was 15 years old. And when... The lawyers were asking him about the different alleged um, fights and claims of domestic abuse in his relationship. They asked him, if this was going on, why did you stay in the relationship? And he said, I suppose because my father did. So I... I can see clear as day just because I, I do this work how this relationship was a reflection of the things that he went through in his childhood. So a lot of times we'll think like, you know, if we've been through something as a kid, then we obviously don't want that as an adult and we think that it's not going to happen, but we attract what's familiar. And because it's familiar, that's what keeps us in the relationship or in that dynamic long term. And we break that pattern. We break that chain once we bring awareness and healing to it. And I think that this trial and getting his story out is starting the healing process for him. So uh, I just want to go into why I think Amber Heard is guilty. Um, it does involve a little bit of my personal bias, I will admit. But I have seen, well, I've seen the way that she was like testifying and she was making like these really grand gestures and pretending like she was hyperventilating and I say pretending because she was making like crying noises but there were no tears like 
people are saying that the media are photoshopping tears into the pictures that they're taking of her, which I I agree with 100% because I watched it live, thousands of other people watched it live, and there were no tears coming out of her face. And then also just the way that she describes situations and the verbiage that she uses is something that I have seen. So I've seen in my personal life um, someone testifying in court who is a narcissist and a liar and is manipulative and it, it matches. It's the same type of behavior and way of wording things and of, uh, of like attacking the other people in the situation. So that's why I believe she's guilty. And I think that this trial is really bringing awareness to the fact that domestic violence can happen on, you know, either side. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. It's, you know, it's something that can happen either way. We tend to think that, you know, because a woman tends to be smaller, that obviously a man is more of a threat. But if you look at how manipulative a woman can be like if you were to push a woman who's already like kind of hurt on the inside to her limits she can be absolutely destructive and you know obviously no pain is better or worse to have or experience but to a man that can be really, really harmful. And especially because we just had, you know, the Me Too movement and Believe All Women and the current wave of feminism that we are in. Men are scared to speak up because if they speak up, it's like, well, who's going to believe me? And then sometimes, you know, Men are afraid to even be kind anymore or open a door for a woman because they don't know if that woman is going to completely trash their name and trash their reputation. And I just want to say that a man's reputation is important because a man needs to have a sense of purpose. So for women, we tend to be like very passion-based and service-based and of course like men can have careers that do that for them as well but they need to have a sense of a sense of purpose and leadership and integrity and so when a woman you know goes out and does that then obviously he feels like his life has just gone down the drain and there's nothing that he can do about it because we're in a society where it's believe all women so going back to just the case in general I think that this is bringing a lot of awareness to to relationship dynamics to how we approach these situations as well and just if you go on YouTube and watch Johnny Depp testifying and telling his experience about childhood, you can see the amount of pain that he is feeling. And when he's testifying, he's very articulate. 
and he's very slow in the way that he describes what he's experiencing because I think he wants to find the right words and also because now he has been given the opportunity to be able to share his side of the story because when Amber Heard allegedly wrote the op-ed everyone was on her side and she was booking more roles and Johnny Depp was not booking as many roles and that's another topic that they're touching on in the trial was you know finding proof that because of her his reputation was ruined again defamation of character and so it's just been very like emotional to watch and I think that it's very brave of him to be doing this. I can't say that, you know, that he wanted it to go this far or anything. You know, we don't know what's going on in the minds of anyone um, involved in the trial. But I do think that it's bringing, it's bringing a new level of awareness to society. And the fact that we have to... We have to go about things equally and fairly in these situations, especially something that is very fragile, like domestic violence. There was also a claim that Amber Heard made that really, really bothered me. So basically, she claimed that Johnny Depp had assaulted her with a broken liquor bottle I believe I know she mentioned like a wine bottle or liquor bottle I forget if she mentioned that it was broken now I've never experienced anything on that level however I do know what it is like to experience painful sex and anxiety around sex for three years so if you guys are new here, I healed vaginismus, which is the involuntary clenching of the pelvic floor. And it can stem from, you know, physical things like um, the pelvic floor being tight or weak, but it can also be a trauma response. And so I, I don't know how she did not seek medical attention because they asked her you know did you seek medical attention she was like no I was embarrassed I was ashamed I wanted to protect protect Johnny like girl that is your freaking vagina go take care of it please that's how I know she is probably not telling the truth because that is such a freaking fragile part of our body and if I know how excruciating the pain can be from not having something broken inside of me, I can only imagine what it would feel like to have injuries from a broken bottle. It's absolutely insane. And then also what makes me laugh is when she first came onto the stand, um, they said to her, Miss Heard, why are, why are we here today? And she said, I am here. Um, I forget what she said in between, but she said, for the op-ed I wrote. Like, she literally admitted there that she wrote the op-ed. 
at that point, it should be like, case closed, we're done. But, you know, they have to interview witnesses and things like that. So, I just really wanted to talk about this child because I've been getting really passionate about it. I joke that, like, every day I've been taking my 3 o'clock afternoon bath and watching the trials, but I just find it fascinating, and I think that it's really opening up people's eyes to the different things that can happen in a relationship and the different dynamics that can be had and that men deserve to be heard as well. I don't know how we got to this point of believe all women because, frankly, we shouldn't. And we we have systems in place where it's innocent until proven guilty in terms of, you know, women blaming men. But with the media and everything, someone makes a claim and another person's reputation is just bye-bye right down the drain. And um, again, like the way that Johnny Depp was describing his childhood really stood out to me because what he has said happened in his relationship with Amber Heard is a reflection and like a continuation of what happened in his childhood and what he witnessed between his mom and his dad. And so I think that with relationships in general, it's important to look at our childhood and heal our heal our childhood and what we experienced. And we don't have to like we don't have to have some major trauma to heal our uh, our childhood or the way that we grew up. Like sometimes sorry, something just like my mouth did a thing. But sometimes we can just have minor traumas based on how we perceived something. So, for example, if you had a father who was working a lot and maybe he had to go away for work, then you might have felt abandoned. And although it wasn't like a deliberate or intentional means of hurting you, you might now carry that into your adulthood. And that could play out in your relationships where you have a fear of someone leaving. So it's not always some, you know, really, really heartbreaking trauma. Sometimes it's just the way that we perceived things too that are now playing out in our relationships as an adult. And I've, I've healed this too within my own relationships. So my current partner and I have been together for four and a half years. And at the beginning of our relationship, our trauma patterns definitely played out. And then as our relationship continued to grow and evolve, it took both of us consciously willing to heal them. But our relationship is now great and it's amazing. And we have come so, so far. And if you're in a situation where you feel like childhood wounds are playing out, they can be healed 100%. 
But again, it requires both people putting in that effort to create a healthy relationship. And then, of course, if that person is not willing to heal themselves or work on anything, then it might be time to just move on and find someone new. But obviously healing yourself first and then finding someone new. Um, Because sometimes it can be a problem to jump from one relationship to another, especially if we're still carrying hurt from the relationship that we were just in. So I think that covers everything that I wanted to talk about in this podcast episode. Also, the brand is going through so many changes. I honestly think I have quantum leaped because I had a major realization lately and I've just felt these really strong intuitive nudges to take a direction in the brand and my business in a way that I honestly wasn't planning on doing for another few years or until I had children because I want to be a little housewife and mommy one day um but it's all happening now so you can check out my instagram at agape by katie and i've been posting a lot of updates on there i'll probably do an ig live at some point and you know spill the beans about all the new changes that are happening and then i can post it on here as a podcast episode thank you guys so much for tuning in be sure to leave a review on any of the platforms that you are currently listening to this on and i will see you next time